0: welcome to coffee and conversations with lakeisha we're glad you've joined us today get ready for some kingdom conversation now here's your host lakeisha m johnson Ready, I promise i miss you more. The only one need to be to you. Y'all ready? My God, Holy Spirit, come do what only you can do. My God, you will the answer, answer. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Only you can come you, you can restore on. Oh. me. Only you can save stay me. Hey stay girl, me, me. and I'm you i you're the me, even if my life is Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good morning. I me. Let Let me. That oh, you can but you and I want not steady me. Only you can steady me, steady me. My God, I thank you, Lord God, that you steady us. I thank you, Lord God that you steady us. I thank you, Lord God, that you go before us. I thank you, Lord God, that you are our rear guard. I Thank you, Lord God, for we are of sound mind and of good energy. And I thank you, Lord God, that health is our reasonable portion. And I thank you, Lord God, that my God, our life is in your hands. And I thank you, Lord God, for grace and I thank you Lord God for mercy and I thank you Lord God for your love and I thank you Lord God my God that you prosper us I thank you Lord God that your love covers us and I thank you Lord God for the blood I thank you Lord God for the blood of Jesus my God I thank you Lord God For the blood of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that health is our reasonable portion. I thank you, Lord God, that we are anchored in you, that we trust in you, and that your glory is being revealed on today. My God, Master. Master, my God, Savior, Master, Savior, Lord of all, King of glory, my God. Master, Savior, Lord of all, King of glory. My God, Master, Savior, Lord of all, and King of glory. Have your way in our lives today. Have your way on this devotional today. Have have your way, Lord God. Have your way. Make your presence known through all out the earth. My God, Make your presence known known throughout the earth Make your presence known throughout the hospital. Make your presence even known in the graveyard Ooh! Make your presence known in the morgue. Make your presence known in the mortuary. Make your presence known in the white house. Make your presence known in Little Rock. Tell the Lord to make his presence known in your city today. Make your presence known, my God, in the city today. Make your presence known in Bowie today, Lord God. Make your presence known in Vicksburg today, Lord God. Make your, make your presence known in Houston today, Lord God. Make your presence known, Father God. Woo, mama, mama, Make your presence known in my children's life today. My God, make your presence known in my grandchildren's life today. Make your presence known, my God. My God, in Ramonda and Deshauna and Stacy and Tracy and Jessica and Shonda and Andrea and Kimberly and Kimberly's life today and Almisha's life today and Sandra's life today and Jenny's known life today and Apostle's life today and Pastor Cheryl's life today and Juana's life today. Lord God, make your presence known in Angela's life today. Make your presence known, my God, in Carlos's life today. Make your presence known in Shamika's life today. Make your presence known in my house today. Make your presence known at the boys' school today, Lord God. Make your presence known, my God, with Mayor Frank Scott today. Make your presence known with Governor Asa Hutchinson today. Woo! Make your presence known, my God, in the government of Arkansas today. Make your presence known, my God, in our, our in our in countries and lands, my God, that have never heard of you. Make your presence known in New York City today. Make your presence known in the Bronx today. Make your presence known in Brooklyn today. Make your presence known in Sherwood today. Make your presence known at New Zion Grove today. Make your Presence known, my God, at Canaan Christian Center today. Make your presence known today in full council ministries today, Lord God. Make your presence known, my God. Make your presence known today, Lord God. Let your glory be revealed today, Lord God. Make your presence known, Father God, at Second Chance Church today. My God, make your presence known, my God. Let us feel the weight of your glory. My God, let us experience the weight of your glory. Make your presence known in SVJ Ministries today, Father God. Make your presence known, my God. Seal us in your presence. Make your presence known. Make your glory known. Let your glory be revealed today, Lord God. Oh, my God. Make your presence known in our lives today. Oh, my, 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 my. Make your presence known. Make your presence known. Oh, my God, you are the one true God. You are the living God. You are the king of glory. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. Come on, y'all. Make your presence known. Come on now. In my health today, make your presence known in my mental state today. My God, I thank you. Make your presence known. Let your glory be revealed. We we serve a big big God. Woo, that does big big things. Oh my God, my God, will you declare that today? We serve a big big God. Come on, y'all, that does a big big things father god we thank you for being a big big god come on y'all we thank you father god for being a big big god that does big big things oh my god i do believe in miracles my god we serve a big big god we serve a big big god that does big big things oh jesus we serve a big big god that does big big things. Woo! My, 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 Woo! You are the one true God. My God, you are the one true God. My God, you are the one true God. Woo! We serve a big big God. Woo! That does big big things. Glory to God. Thank you. 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 There is no circumstance. There is no situation. My God. My God. Let me lift up all my mothers. And I'm going to use the term bleeding hearts, right? And I think you'll understand what I, I mean. Let me lift up all my mothers today who have just been struggling with things where their kids are concerned. I cover you in the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall prosper My God, I thank you today that that burden is being lifted off you today. You already carried your kids for nine months. Ooh, you already carried your kids for nine months. My God, that is not your assignment. That is not your job. It is the responsibility of the father to carry your children. You are not supposed to be carrying the burdens of your kids. You are not even responsible. My God, are supposed to be carrying the sins of your kids. My God, the weight and the pressure of your children. My God, have been placing a demand on you that's not even from God. Ooh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, so I lift you up today. My God, I decree and declare that you walk in freedom today. I decree and declare that you take your rest in God today. I decree and declare today that you place your children on the altar today and that you just recognize today that they are in God's hands. I plead the blood of Jesus over your mind. I cancel out this spirit of anxiety. My God, can I tell you something? Your only assignment is to show them the way. Your only assignment is to show them the way. And what I mean, my God, about showing them a way. Is you living a life that's pleasing to the Father. Can I show you what a life looks like that's pleasing to the Father? It's not you being worried about your sons and daughters. Oh, my, 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 my. It, my if, if you knew the weight of my testimony, there are parts to my testimony that the Lord has just not released to me yet. If you knew the weight of my testimony where my, can I say that Holy Spirit, where my children were concerned. I'm not telling you anything that's not impossible. Ooh, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me and trust the Holy Spirit in me. I'm not telling you something that's not impossible. I'm not telling you something that you cannot do. I'm not telling you something that's not impossible. i I promise you I'm not. I'm telling you. I'm not telling you something that's not possible. I'm not telling you something that you cannot do. I'm not telling you. I'm not going to tell you something that I will not walk in or have not walked in myself. I promise you. If you put the weight of your children on the altar. My God. You'll begin to walk in a different freedom. In that relationship. You'll take that burden. And you'll enter a rest. When we worry and are weary. Over our children, we've not entered the rest with God. We trust ourselves more than we trust God with our children. But it's not our, our children are not our burden to carry. He said, cast all your cares on him. He said, cast all your burdens on him. I promise you, if you make a decision, you draw a line in the sand today. And you place your children at the altar today. And you decree and declare, you know what, Lord? I'm dedicating my God. I'm dedicating my sons, I'm dedicating my daughters back on the altar before you today, Lord God. They are not mine to carry. You gave me the assignment to carry them for nine months. My God, I will not grow weary in well-doing. I will not be worried over them. I lay them and place them at the altar and I am entering in your rest where my children are concerned, Lord God. My God, for you know the plans. You don't know everything for your children. You don't know everything God is doing for your children. You don't know all the plans. You're not Jesus. You're not God. We are I don't nobody know my kids better than me. That's not true. There is somebody that knows your kids better than them. There is somebody that knows your kids better than you know your kids. You don 't know all of their future, God says, I know the plans I have for them. My plan is to give them hope, and that could be strung out right now. They could be wrapped in some things that you don't agree with, but can I tell you something? Your assignment still ain't to be weary. Your assignment still ain't to be worried. My God, that's been a stronghold in your life. The enemy has been tampering with your mind and your thought you're trying to force. Ooh, can I say this, Holy Spirit? You've been trying to force success to them. You've been trying to force them to look a certain way. You cannot force them into success. You cannot force them into your place and what you think is the best for their life. My God, my God, they got to, They all you, man, all you got to do is cast your cares and target your prayers. My God, the prayers, do you not think you're righteous? Ooh. My, 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 do you not think you're righteous? He said, The prayers of the righteous avail much. Do you not think you're righteous? My God, do you not think you're righteous? Do you not think the Holy Spirit is greater than you? Do you not think He can put a laborer in the field? Do you not think that He can set a hedge of protection around them? You said, The prayers of the righteous, we quote that prayers of the righteous avail much. Do you not think you righteous that your prayers, your precious prayers, that go before God, that labor before God, that God can't hear you? Oh my God! I cancel that assignment of fear. I cancel that assignment of worry. I drive back that generational worry that's been. You can I tell you something? You ain't got to be meddlesome in their life. You ain't got to be all my God up in their business, in their thought processes, trying to tell them how to go, trying to tell them which way and what to do, trying to tell them what to do. The spirit of the Lord will arrest their hearts. He said in the last day, I'm going to pour out my full spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will begin to prophesy and to begin to dream dreams. My God, I drive out the spirit, and you can do the same for your marriage. You can do the same for yourself. Lay it down at the altar. Draw the bloodline. My God. Cast worry and anxiety off to the side. Lord, we thank you, Father God. This we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. My God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God. We cast off the spirit of heaviness this morning, and we place on our garment of praise this morning. My God, Lord God, I feel the weariness of parents this morning. So we're going to take this, my God, my God, and we're going to cast this off of us. This is not getting ready to interfere with our process In the name of Jesus, we're going to cast off all the grief that you've had. My God. When we go over to Isaiah 61 and 3, he's talking about the garment of praise and prophecy that the, the coming Messiah would provide for those who grieve. My God, you have grieved over your children for way too long. My God, Lord God, I thank you for bestowing on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes the joy, oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. My God, and they are releasing in the name of Jesus. My God, stress be gone today in Jesus' name. We drive out stress. We drive out anxiety. We drive out fear. We drive out worry right now in the name of Jesus. And we break generational worry off your life In the name of Jesus, my God, we cast off the spirit of heaviness in the name of Jesus. And we place upon us, my God, the garment of praise. And can I tell you something? Even if you have not raised your children in the Lord like you think you should have, or the Lord revealed to you, we've already repented. We're not going back there. Those of you that have been with this devotional long enough, we've already repented. We have already repented. We have already set ourselves in a position and place and repented for the things that we have not done correctly where our children are concerned. So we're not staying in the place. And now we're going to have the Holy Spirit and His resurrecting power evidence in the relationship in between us and our children. And we're going to make it a position and a place of prayer. But we're not going to carry. So every time those anxious thoughts come up, now I'm casting my cares on you. I've already laid Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey at the altar before you, I'm not gonna worry, I'm not gonna be weary over them, I'm not gonna be a weary over their future. There is a promise for their future. My God, we're gonna take captive those thoughts, we're gonna take captive those wicked imaginations. We're gonna take care, and even if something comes to you that you feel like it's from the Lord, you can tell the Lord, Lord, I don't mind their time, it has not yet come. They have not fulfilled their purpose in the earth. You can petition on their behalf. Father God, please forgive them for their ways do not align with your ways, but I'm interceding them. Forgive them, Father. They do not know what they do. They're not aware that this is damaging. They're not aware that this is harmful. So I'm standing in their gap and I'm asking you, God, to give them another opportunity and chance to fulfill their purpose and to come into the fullness of you, my God, you don't have to settle for just anything. Where your kids are concerned, the blood lays weight. Oh, my God, the blood lays weight to any societal pressure. The blood, the blood weighs lays, lays weight to any any type of anything, any health pre- all that thing. The blood lays weight. So, Father God, we even thank you in our children that their health. Is your reasonable portion, my God, that they operate in healthy immune systems, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they have the mind of Christ, Lord God. We circle their minds, my God, in the mind of Christ. We thank you, Father God, for your word. My God is coming forth. Your word is coming forth in their life. We thank you, Father God, for putting a labor in the field. We thank you, Father God. They are being open to purpose my god in jesus name and if the lord places someone in your life your children's life that you know has the holy spirit working in them let them let them let them speak into your children's life if the lord lays it on your heart for someone to pray and to intercede for your children don't be prideful um, because it seems like what you're doing not, is not working. Sometimes he has to put somebody else in position to be able to speak a word in their kid's life because their hearts may just be hardened towards you. You can't do anything about your child's heart hardened towards you except to love them. Woo! Can I say that one more time? You cannot do anything about your charge, how heart. Charge, how it's charged. Your child's heart hardened towards you. You are to love them anyway. You pray and ask the Lord to put a laborer in the field. You pray and ask the Lord to put them. And then when the Lord positions them before somebody, can I tell you something? Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous because they respond to somebody else. Thank the Lord for putting a laborer in your field. Thank the Lord for putting someone in position and place that could talk to them. Thank the thank the Lord But that's a spirit of jealousy. I canceled this assignment. That spirit of jealousy has been in the body for too long. I'm over jealousy. I I cancel it now. Yeah. So if God puts somebody in their life that will speak into their life or they seem to be attached to somebody, encourage the relationship. Or if the Lord places it on your heart, will you intercede for my children? Send that assignment over to somebody else that you know will carry the weight of your children. My God! And guess what'll happen? It'll happen eventually. It'll it'll happen eventually. This is even can I can I say this? This is even your adult children. Can I tell you something? Your adult children will have things going on in their lives that you won't even recognize that are nothing like you raised them. That are nothing like you raised them at all. Guess what? He can still put a laborer in their field. He can still put them in divine connections and divine relationships. My God, Father God, I thank you for divine connections and divine relationships for our children. My God, my God, I promise you. My God, I am covering your children. Can I say the Holy Spirit? I have a list of kids that I covered, right? We just, we stand in that. So if you're the intercessor and God has been placing someone else's son or daughter on your heart, don't think, well, this ain't my child. No, stand in the gap for them. They're all God's children. We're all a part of the body of Christ. So I feel the relief on that. I thank you, Lord God, for your holy power being evident in the lives of our children. My God, we thank you, Lord God, today that every parent has laid aside every weight, Lord God, and they will just begin to receive you, my God, as knowing what's best for their children. Oh, my God. I receive you today as knowing what's best for my children. You need to be able to declare that. I receive you as knowing best for my children. We're not supposed to lord over them. We are not. Oh, can y'all decree and declare one more thing for me? I will live no less. Than the than what ha, God the, than the best that God has for me. Can you say that today? I will live no less than the best of what God has for me. Now we are still managing um, our hearts. We are still amending the soil of our hearts. Remember, God started us on this a journey to deal with the soils of our heart. He took us over to Matthew. We we talked about the position of our heart, right? And we're taking a test. We've been taking a test, right? We've been taking a test, and we're also, another part of amending the soil is adjusting the pH level after you test your soil. So the Lord has been having us in a test to understand the condition of our hearts, right? Right? Ephesians 5, we started in that scripture and learning how to um, be like God, right? We're going to learn how to be like God and learning how to... um, imitate God. And we're still learning how to be imitators of God. But what we also begin to recognize is there are things that we need to pull down. Can you declare that today? I got to tear down the idols in my life. Jesus, I got to tear down the idols. My, My marriage used to be an idol. My success plan for my life, I'm just telling you my story, my success plan for my life used to be an idol, me trying to control my children, the direction, what their success looked like, that used to be an idol for me, come on now, I had vain selfish ways that did not align with the things of God, my God, people pleasing, people used to be an idol in my life, trying to please others more than I uh, would be, would please, I'd be trying to please others more than I please God. Other people used to be in an idol in my life. So we're tearing down those idols. We're tearing down those things, my God, that exalt ourselves against the knowledge of God, against the wisdom of God, so that we can walk and imitate God. In order for us to imitate God, we got to pull out the junk. Oh, can I give you this? I got to pull out the junk, right? So that when the new seed is planted, my God, that the weeds won't choke it out. Can you declare that today? I don't want the weeds choking out. My God, the good things in my heart. I don't want unforgiveness. My God, I don't want my God. Thank you, Lord God. I'm pulling out the weeds. Jesus I'm pulling out the weeds because I don't want them to... I don't want fear. I don't want worry. I don't want doubt. I don't want strife. I don't want any of those things. Sexual immorality, lewdness, crudeness, all those things that are in Galatians 5 and 22. I don't want those things choking out the good things. I don't want the weeds choking out. So we're plucking up. We're pulling out the weeds. And can I tell you something? Can we be real, real this morning? Some of that stuff has been so deeply rooted in us some of that stuff has been ingrained in culture. Ooh, Jesus, some of that stuff has been so deeply rooted in us. Some of that stuff has been ingrained in our culture and our normalcy for so long, we may not even realize how root, how deeply rooted that is. Oh, Holy Spirit, come. Oh, Father, show me the things that are so... See, and so what usually happens is we pull up a little bit of root, right? And we feel a little bit of relief, but we operated in that thing so deeply and so long, my God, that the root... I remember when my son had to have his wisdom teeth removed, he had to have surgery, and the man said, the roots of his teeth were so long. He said, i would never seen wisdom teeth that deeply rooted sometimes it's so rooted in us my god you gotta chop that thing down layer by layer Ooh! say that today god is chopping down some things in my life god is chopping up some things in my life so usually what happens what we make the mistake of because we're trying to run to healing so fast and so quickly what we usually make the mistake of is we think because a little bit of the root got pulled up, oh, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Uh, we judge ourselves. We don't let the word of God judge us. Ooh, we judge ourselves. And so we come in and we be like, oh, we felt a little relief and we like oh, okay, it's good. No, it's not good until you see the clear sign. It's not good until it clears up. It's kind of like an infection right when they tell you take all the antibiotics and sometimes when we start feeling a little bit of relief we will not take the rest of the antibiotics and then so then what happens is the infection begins to come back again well it's the same with us in the work can i give you a can i give you a tip as well when there's something that's been rooted in you you have to continue to manage that <laughs> that takes a long-term spiritual treatment that takes a long-term spiritual treatment. I told y'all, I spent a year and a half on 1 Corinthians 13, 4, and 8. Learning how to love God's way. One year and a half before the Lord would let me change the scripture to something else. Because I was so mean, so angry. My God, I was oper- I was operating um, in just... Some are love and not full, and so the love, the Lord that fight. so let me let me get be real clear. the 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 first Corinthians 13, four and eight, the first year and a half was just plucking up the roots. Ooh, Lord, let us be patient with you in this season. You are the vine, my God. You, my God, you are the vine dresser. We are the vine. Anything in our lives that do not bear much fruit pluck it and pull it up and so when we that's why I always um blessings the there are blessings that come with obedience that's why I always admonish you it it can I tell you it never fails like we get like some things start moving in our lives and then we don't manage our mental we don't manage our spirit life we feel a little bit of breakthrough and we back up on the intensity. Um, I, I, I can say this. I can say this much. I was in a circumstance and a situation where we. I was happy, but the Lord was reminding me that this still required much prayer. This still required like that. This seed. This 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 thing had not. Even though it looked like a little breakthrough had occurred. That this thing had yet, it was not the way, it was not there yet. And I was like, okay, Lord. Well, what happens for us is we get a little breakthrough and we always like, it happened, it happened, it happened, it happened, it happened. We don't manage, we don't manage it well. We don't manage it spiritually and we relinquish or we let off in prayer. Like we spent 41 days, my, let's come on for the ladies that's in the Bible study group. We spent 41 days in prayer, right? And one of the admonishments of the Lord was to continue in prayer with your prayer partner. One of the admonishments of the Lord was to still rise early. Ooh, How many of y'all been still getting up early? How many of y'all still been making your appointments with your prayer partners? Remember, the Lord said it was necessary in us for us to have a prayer partner in the season. The 41 days was the beginning of it. Ooh, I'm gone. The 41 days was just the beginning of it, right? So what we tend to do is we'll, re, we'll back up, we'll back up in the things of God when we see a little bit of relief. But in all actuality, those things still have to be managed. I need to give you just a little bit more. We've been giving you so many scriptures. Hopefully, Jess has been putting them out there. So we got to properly still store and manage, my God, because we see a blessing. We we'll won't be like, oh, or because they look a little bit better because we also, my God, the enemy can present some strange things. And we got to be able to test whether or not it's strange fire, my God, whether it's in the fire of God. So when God gives us an assignment and says to us, prayer needs to become your way of life, it doesn't end at the season of the 41 days. It means I need to posture myself, get back in a position and a place of prayer and tend and continue to till the garden of my heart. My God, that's the assignment that was the instructions for the season. So let me give you just something the Lord had been telling me, and we're going to get out of here today, and we're going to continue in managing our mental. Don't forget, we got Ladies Bible Study. If you are not registered to receive emails every day, get them. Go over to lakushimjohnson.com, subscribe to get our daily emails. Ladies, we're having two posts come out about Pillow Talk. We're going to have a Pillow Talk in July. It's going to be a four-hour intensive, and then... Also, we're gonna have a pillow talk in July, which will be a four hour intensive, and then the weekend edition will be happening in October. We will release those, there'll be payment plans and all that different stuff. So, make sure you subscribe so you can get the information. Also, go register or register your mom to receive dinner for Mother's Day. We're going to draw those on May 9th, right? We love to draw those. None of us qualify on the ministry or prayer team, but we want to be a blessing to five ladies, right? Five ladies. Also, stay connected to the main page, the Lakeisha M. Johnson, not just the Bible study group, because there's some things that I don't put on the Bible study group that's on the main page. Make sure your notifications are on on the main page so you can receive all the different things that come down from the pipeline, so that's it. So let me give you this a little bit. This morning, the Lord just kept talking to me about how we need to trust Him more, and it was so powerful because He led me over to Proverbs three, five, and six. But He was saying to me this morning, he, "You you do not recognize how, in reality, how insecurity will build false systems of success." that make you think you're imitating me. Ooh, can I say it one more time? You do not realize how insecurity will help you build false systems of success that make you think you're imitating me, right? You'll think you're imitating me. But really what's happening is the insecurity, not being secure in who I am in Christ, because that's the whole thing first. Remember, that's what we're dealing with. I got to have my security in Christ. I got to be secure in who I am in Christ Jesus. And if I've been in an identity crisis for the last 15, 20 years, then I'm not, it's going to take some time for me to build up security, right? So let's think about investments because the word of God is a safe investment, right? um if you were investing for those of you who don't know how to invest ask the holy spirit to reveal this to you when you make investments not risky investments when you make best investments and in safe because risk the word of god is the safest investment you're going to make when you put something you can buy the stock for whatever it is right and our stock is free somebody said this came to me free Ooh, i hear you holy spirit this came to me free, right? He who the sun says free is free, and free. This is free. This does not cost me anything, right? This is not costing me anything. This is free, free. Just find the scripture. This came to me free. So I'm actually getting free, something free, right? That's going to multiply and increase. Oh, Jesus. That Come on now. That I'm getting something free that's going to multiply and increase. I'm not paying for this. Jesus already paid the high price for this. This came to me free, but it's going to multiply and it's going to increase me, right? It's going to increase me. Well, insecurity. We've talked about insecurity all the time. We don't even know sometime that we're operating in insecurity because we have operating in insecurity all, all alone. What is insecurity? It's the, a feeling of inadequacy, of not being good enough, of uncertain, right? And when we're insecure, what happens with it is then it makes us question everything that God has said about us. It can be filled with doubt. It can be filled with worry. All of these things, when we constantly doubt who and what God says, it leads us to insecurity. Well, When we have too much insecurity, it's going to affect everything. Insecurity is going to affect our relationships. Insecurity is going to affect our purpose. Insecurity is going to affect our business. It produces, because what it does is it produces anxiety in our life. Well, when we live an anxious life, oh Jesus, be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known before God. When we live an anxious life, right? Can I tell you what an anxious life is? It's like living on the edge. Ooh, I'm going to let the Holy Spirit speak through me this morning. My God, when I live an anxious life, see how I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, right? Y'all see me sitting on the edge of my seat? If I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, I'm not relaxed. I'm not in a state of rest. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm anticipating. And if I'm insecure, I'm probably anticipating the worst is coming, not the best. Woo, Jesus. Come on, y'all. Come on, Holy Spirit. So when I'm insecure in who I am in Christ Jesus, because I don't need to, can I tell you something? I don't need this. I don't need security and nothing else. This is the free investment that's going to produce results. In every. this the one thing that I can invest in that's getting ready to produce results in every other area of my life. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm trying to calm myself down. This is the one thing that I'm getting ready to invest in. That's, gonna, that's a free investment that I'm getting ready to re- reproduce everything else in my life. This one thing, the word of God, the relationship with God is getting ready to reproduce. Can you imagine investing Matthew 6 and 33? Oh, Jesus. In the kingdom in such a way that every time I invest myself here, it's going to multiply and it's going to increase my marriage. Oh, Jesus. It's going to multiply and increase my relationship with my children. It's going to multiply and increase and give me favor. Oh, it's going to multiply, increase, and push me into my destiny. It's going to multiply, increase, my God, and open doors for me that no man can shut. My God. This investment here, my God, this this investment, this investment that's completely free, my God, Is going to multiply and increase everything else. This love, oh, Jesus, this love, my God. He said, oh, my gosh, he was like, they were like, what is the greatest commandment? A commandment is to put a demand on something. This love, my God. This love is a love of multiplication. This love is a love of increase. This love is going to take me out of my deficit. This love is going to keep me from seeking wrong relationships. This love is going to change my life when I learn how to receive this love, to live in this love, to walk in this love, then turn around and I'm going to be able to express this love forever, right? But Insecurity. Remember keeping me on the edge, right? Everybody. Now, every almost every everybody. Everybody. I'm gonna act real southern today. Everybody, everybody deals with insecurity from time to time. And it comes from a variety of causes, like insecurity comes from your previous experiences, your social conditioning, how someone taught you how to live, right? The rules that you've learned by learning by each other, even though they may not be right rules, school, work, media, my God, it also can generate from general instability. People who have had unpredictable upsets daily. Like your life has been unpredictable since you're a child. You suffer from insecurity, right? You're going to deal with insecurity. You have insecurity in your relationships. You have insecurity about your job. You can have insecurity about your body image. You can have insecurity about people as socially accepting you. My God. So, can't we talked about this let me just give you a few more so some of the signs of insecurity perfectionism right (laughs) self-isolation poor job performance depression anxiety um your social networks um they matter we gotta have we gotta socialize we gotta be invested in good healthy relationships but being even tied to unhealthy relationships in social settings that are not conducive to your growth, I decree and declare today that the, door, the Lord is opening new tables for you to sit at and you won't be afraid to go. Like you won't be afraid to go to be a wrong, wrong men, men and women that maybe appear to be greater to you, but that they have something in them, my God, in which you aspire to be, my God. So, So those relationships, right? And so trust. Right, I want to get here and then I'm gonna do it. Trust takes practice. Woo! Trust is not automatic. Trust takes practice. So if you have not trusted God, guess what's gonna happen? It's gonna to have to take practice. My God. So you're gonna to have to practice trusting God. It doesn't come immediately, instantly. I have to practice trusting God. That's why. So let me show it to you my own life. I had a I have a stance where sickness and disease is concerned. And I remember God said to me, He said, Do if you would ever get the revelation about money that you have about me healing, boy, you're gonna experience some freedom because I had faith and security in him where I still do, where health is concerned, but I did not have faith and security in him where my finances were concerned. I have always worked for things intensely because I thought that was the way that God wanted me to live, right? Until he began to show me I was dependent upon myself. So I had to learn how to trust him with my finances and put security. Well, since that's an area that was built up over time, i managed the mantle of not being over anxious about finances through the word, I still put a lot of intensity and pressure in that area because I know that was an area where I had great trust issues. So I apply more scripture and word in that area, especially when the thoughts are tending to go there. Oh, Jesus. Trust takes practice. Trust takes practice. And how I practice the word of God is by meditating on it day and night. Let me give you a few more things. So, Here's what insecurity does, right? When I am dwelling in insecurity, I build false systems of success, right? Why? Because inner security always pushes me in a place to look for outer security. Insecurity means I have no inner security. Lack of inner security always pushes me in a place right always pushes me in a place to look for to look for success in outer security my god so then i'll start doing all these external things hoping they're gonna bring me security well they can't they will never they will never never you can if can i be real I, I'm not. A, whatever you decide to do is plastic surgery, that's your business. But if my heart isn't managed, I can get all the plastic surgery I want, and we have seen this. I've seen this in some big name artists. I can get all the plastic surgery I want. I will keep modifying myself. I will keep uh, putting uh, putting uh, things in my um, external. I will be doing all these things. It will never be enough. It will never be enough. I can work out 30 times a day. It'll never be enough. And it'll push me to a state. That's where things like anorexia and me come from. It'll push me to a state to trust in my external physical experience when my heart is still deteriorating in my body image or where my heart is still deteriorating about money or where my heart is still deteriorating in other places. Why? Because I am always... And then there will always be some fad. There will always be something, come on now, that pushes me into a position or place. Anytime there's an inner, uh, insecurity issue, there will be always some fad or trend or fashion or something, diet. If I can track every kind of diet, Atkins, I could just track every kind of diet. There will always be something in position or place to tell me to seek my security. I weigh, I'm going to say this, I weigh 265 pounds. I weigh 265 pounds. I weigh 265 pounds for three years after I had Judah. People ask me all the time, what is the success to my weight? I tell them this all the time. I learned to manage my mantle through the word people think i'm tripping i learned to manage my mantle through the word through the word i believe in external i i definitely believe in taking care of your temple we in this 30 minutes of fitness now but i first learned how to manage my mantle through the word my security had to be in christ jesus can I be real with you? Once I got my security and I didn't have to do anything else. I'm not knocking weight loss surgery. Sometimes people need an extra step. I'm not saying that. But I had to manage my inside first. If I had not managed my inside first, then my the way I'm built, if I would have got caught up into working out or drinking something or doing something, and it was producing for me, then it would have gotten the glory and not God. It would have gotten the glory. I would have did this improperly. And then my security would have been in whatever the the external thing was. (laughs) Same way I'm learning God as provider. If I didn't understand that God provides for Lakeisha, not man, not revelation, then my security would be in everything outside of God, right? That's what insecurity does. It teaches us to reach for things outside of kingdom to bring us success. Whew. Let me get this last little scripture. Oh, I felt like I pushed it out. So, so I have to watch that because if those are my benchmarks to success, then those things will be the things that get the glory. Oh, my God. Those will be the things that get the Glory right? And I was like, God, we talked about this before. He's like, yeah, but this is still a problem. So every external thing, same thing for my degrees. That's a whole journey I could tell you about going to school, getting my bachelor's, getting my master's, getting into a PhD program, being in a PhD program, and hearing the Lord saying, this isn't your way of success. Your success is in me. Even telling, having people push me Finish the Ph.D. program because God will want you to finish. He's a God of completion. He's only a God of completion if that's part of your plan for success. If a Ph.D. is not a part of my plan of success right now, guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to school to get a Ph.D. I don't, I don't have time right now. So when, if the Lord puts me in that place, he's gonna, it's going to have time. It's not going to overstretch me. It's not going to keep me from my family. It's not going to keep me from the things of God because God is also a God of order and he will bring stability and balance. And yes, do we have to grind? And yes, do we have to hustle? But never when it pulls us away from the things of God. So this is our scripture we're meditating on today. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust God. (laughs) Say that today. I got to trust God. I got to trust in God. (laughs) I got to trust God. I got to trust God. I got to trust God all around, and trust takes time. I got to trust God all around. I got to trust him all around. I got to trust him for my health. I got to trust him for my finances. I got to trust him for my children. I got to trust him for my marriage. I got to trust God. I got to trust God. I got to trust God. But trust takes time, especially when I've been managing and handling things on my own. So let me read it to you in two different versions. Amplified My God, let me back up the rewards of wisdom. My first verse, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and tranquility and prosperity. The wholeness of life blessings they will add to you. Do not let mercy and kindness and truth leave you. Say that today. I cannot afford to let mercy, kindness and truth leave me. Instead, you got to let these qualities define you. Mercy, kindness, and truth should define you. Oh, my God. Mercy, kindness, and truth should define you. He says, bind them securely around your neck. That's why we've been doing our confession. Write them on the tablet of your heart, right? We're putting them on our heart. That's what we've been doing our confessions. So find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Insecurity will teach you to rely on your own insight and your own understanding. I cannot afford to rely on my own insight and understanding anymore. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. I got to learn how to acknowledge and recognize him in all my ways and he's gonna make your path straight and smooth removing obstacles that block your way when I trust and rely on him guess what he's gonna do he's gonna take the obstacles out your way some of y'all been running into blocks and bricks because you ain't trusting God and y'all see you binding and rebuking the devil and the Lord is like no I just need you to trust. <laughs> I just need you to trust me you that boom, boom. Boom, 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 this casting stuff out. And God was like, no. The only reason, that's a stumbling block, the only reason that that's a hindrance is cuz you don't trust Me with your marriage. The only reason that's a hindrance is cause you don't trust Me with your finances. The only reason that's a hindrance is cause you don't trust Me with your health. The only reason that's a hindrance is cause you don't trust Me with your children. The only reason you keep ending up in these same cycles in the same place at the same time, it's because you don't trust me. Because when you trust me, I'm going to make your path straight. I'm going to make your path smooth. And I'm going to remove all the obstacles and blocks out of your way. Seven verse. I'm going to read it down today. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Ooh! I can't afford to be wise in my own eyes in this season. Say, I will not be wise in my It says, fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience. Fear the Lord with obedience. So if the Lord gives us an instruction in obedience and says, Hey, need y'all to stay in your prayer circles. (laughs) Need you to manage your mantle and start walking 30 minutes today. Need you to build an altar. Need you to cast your cares on me. The fear of the Lord is that I obey him. Obedience is the highest form of worship. That I make sure and make the decision to do exactly what he asked me to do. I remember a woman of God told me, can I say this other too? Yes. Yes. Thank you. I remember a woman of God told me that the Lord told her to get real quiet. She was in a strange place in her marriage. Get real. The assignment for her in this season is don't you say much. Don't you say much. Be quiet. Right? Be quiet. Right? Some obstacles and some stuff begin to happen. And she said, I am not quiet enough. The Lord Lord kept giving her instructions. The Lord kept telling her, don't trust this, don't trust that, don't do this, don't do that. Our only job is to obey. (laughs) I, I know she won't have, I'm just, I ain't gave you no names. I just know she wouldn't tell you. My only job is to trust and obey, right? So when I trust and obey, that's a fear of the Lord. He said, and turn entirely away from evil. Anytime God asks me to do something and I do the opposite, I'm being disobedient. That's evil. We think of evil. I ain't doing no sex. I ain't lusting. I don't know why we overly sensitive to sex. We I ain't. I ain't cuss nobody out today. Well, if God asks you to do something, you don't do what he asks you to do. You still being disobedient. This evil. You still being wise in your own eyes. This evil. Come on now. Those things. Those things still don't line up with what God said. This is what the eighth verse is. It will be held to your body, your marrow, your nerves, your sinews, your muscles, and all your inner parts. It refreshment and physical well-being to your bones. Then he goes on to tell you to honor the Lord with your wealth and the first fruit of your crops, the income, that your barns will be filled. Read Proverbs 3 today. It's going to give you some wisdom for your life today, right? So trust. I got to get out of here. Let me read it to you in the message, and then we go on, right? It says, good friend, don't forget all I taught you. Take to heart my commands. They'll help you live a long life, a long life, live full and well. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty to Him, not to anything else. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of God people. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Do not try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one that's going to keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Um, God, with everything you own, give him the first and the best. And your barns will burst forth. Your wine's vast will brim over. And don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline, even when God disciplines you. My God, we don't have time to do our Joyce Meyer confessions today. Will you please promise me Don't promise the Lord. These are for you that you, okay, I'm going to tell I'm going to obey the Holy Spirit. Yes, we do. Real quick. Let's end in this. Let's end together. We're going to be consistent. We ain't going to worry about the time. Let's go. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Let's get our confessions out. I've died and have been raised with Christ, and I'm now seated in heavenly places. I'm dead to sin, and I'm alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I hear you, Lord, saying, Don't rush the things of God. Yes, sir. He said, Don't rush the things of God. I'll make up the time. Yes, sir. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. But every tongue that rises against me in judgment. I shall show to be in the wrong. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. I have prosperity in all areas of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things that he offers me. I don't speak negative things. I'm purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteous of God all day long. I never bind a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word. Pray, minister, or praise God, but I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. I cast all my care on the Lord, for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. I do not fear and I am not guilty. I am not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man, and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues and interpretation of tongues. The working of miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of God, wisdom, healing, and prophecy. I walk in the Spirit all of the time. I have been set free. I'm free to love. I'm free to worship. I'm free to trust with no fear or rejection of being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy and all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose whether to believe the word of God. Work is good, I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility, and I rise to responsibility in Jesus. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good, and I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed of God for ministry. I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. My husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. Hey, for all of us single, you can confess that. You can confess your husband is wise. As a matter of fact, start praying now. Um, All my children have lots of Christian friends, and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the word. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the word of God. All my household are blessed in their deeds. We're blessed when we come in and when we go out. All that our owners pay for, I owe no man nothing except to love him. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you and bless the giving of your people today. I thank you, Father God, that we are, we are interrupted. <laughs> in the process of our insecurity disrupt every plot and plan of the enemy my god let us re- be rooted and grounded and establishing your love do not let us be distracted my god let us do more for your glory <laughs> show us your glory let us manifest your glory let us walk in your glory let us talk in your glory my god let us be an extension of your hand on this earth i lift up holy hands and i thank you i think it's Catherine. Father God, I cover Catherine today in the blood of Jesus, that no weapon formed against her shall prosper. I cancel the assignment against Catherine's life, and I thank you, Father God, that victory is hers. You already know the circumstance and the situation. I thank you, Father God, for blessing Catherine, for going before Catherine. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, go over to the website and give. Oh, and Karen. Let me cover Karen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up Karen before you. I cover her in the blood of Jesus. I thank you no weapon formed against Karen shall prosper. I plead the blood of Jesus over her mind. I thank you, Lord God, you are quieting her spirit. I thank you, Lord God, that you are increasing her discernment. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. So, if the Lord places it on your heart to give, go over to the website, give give, give, pray, ask the Lord, Lord, do you want me to give into this ministry? Do you want me to partner into this ministry? And when he says yes, click on the button, (laughs) donate there, cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ ministry. Because of you, we were able to pass out 500 meal kits. My God, give to Drew projects. We have so many different things we do in the community. Can I say that? We're on the way to be able to feed people daily. That is one of the goals of this ministry. So if you want to know where your resources go, go to the website. It's going to tell you all about us. Dollar Sign LMJ ministry. My second thing is if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and I know some of you have not yet, you showed up here because you were looking for something. And God is speaking to your heart today to say to you, I have everything you need. I have everything you need. Nothing you need is out there in the world. I have everything you need. If you feel the Lord talking to you this morning, then do me a favor. My God, there's several of you that need to make this statement of faith. You've been unsure. You've been showing up here kind of on the line, wasn't sure. This is your moment to make the statement of faith. Don't let another minute pass by. God has been drawing you here for a reason. I need you to repeat after me. That's it. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. And I promise to follow you best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. I'm not making that up. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.